0: It was one of the most clichéd movie plots even before it happened to us in real life. The dystopian future, most of humanity is destroyed. The remaining survivors have to then cope with zombies or aliens or monsters of some sort. And the trick is to come up with a twist. And I'm not sure if Netflix romantic comedy Love and Monsters hasn't done just that. Don't move. Let me see it. Don't move, Amy. Let me see it. Okay. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. That's super sweet because it's terrible. (laughs) That's our hero Joel, cutely sketching his high school sweetheart Amy's picture at the very moment when all hell breaks loose. A disaster occurs, destroying 95% of the population, but rendering the world's creepy crawlies lizards, frogs, insects, and worms into monstrous killers. Oh my god. Where have you been, Joel? Amy, I love you. I'm going to come find you. The day of the monster uprising... ..was the day I lost everyone. Joel and Amy are separated, they drive off in opposite directions, lose their families, and seven years later, Joel finds himself in a colony of, luckily, rather more capable people than him. Since he's a liability when it comes to monster hunting, he spends his time on the radio looking for Amy... Only a small fraction of humanity survived and moved underground. I've been scanning for Amy the entire time. And now I finally found her. Hey, Amy, is that you? Oh, my God. Joel decides to leave the safety of the colony despite being worse than useless in the survival department. For instance, he tends to freeze when he should be firing bullets or arrows at outsized toads, bugs or crabs. But since he's clearly determined, his friends shrug and give him the best advice they can. Don't try and be a hero, obviously. A far away is Amy's colony. 85 miles. It's an impossible journey. Everyone will try to kill you. Don't fight. Just run and hide. Ah, okay. Off goes Joel while gigantic beasts circle around him. And we can't help noticing that, while these creatures are undoubtedly hideous-looking, they often seem pretty easy to take out, so long as you don't freeze. On the way, Joel meets a friendly red dog called Boy. You, you don't have to talk about it. You want to come with me? That red dog looks remarkably Australian, I have to say. The fact that so many Australian and New Zealand actors pop up in supporting roles suggests that Love and Monsters was presumably filmed in Aussie. Star Dylan O'Brien is American, though, as are most of the people he meets along the way. Not the gigantic mutant frog, obviously. Is that a samurai sword? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. That's Clyde, the always-welcome Michael Rooker, playing another hard-boiled loner, while Minnow is played by the equally tough-cookie, pint-sized Arianna Greenblatt. Arianna is hilarious, strongly reminding me of a young Chloe Grace Moretz in her hit-girl days. I'm uh, Clyde, this is Minnow. We're lucky we weren't monsters. You we were yelling like a girl. OK, I don't sound like that. It's, my voice is not that high-pitched. Yeah, it is. Yes, yes. It's higher than mine, and I'm eight. Joel, Boy, the Australian dog, Clyde and Minnow join forces as they travel over treacherous terrain. And Joel learns how to survive under attack from giant pink snails, sand gogglers, enormous centipedes, and whatever else the Oscar-nominated effects team can dream up. Listen to your instincts out here, man. What if I have terrible instincts? You'll die. Uh, Super encouraging speech. Love and Monsters is another film that went straight to Netflix, and I'm not sure watching it at home does it any favours. Like its most obvious predecessor, Zombieland, it's far better suited to a large, undemanding audience all having the same good time. You made it all this way for a girl, huh? You ever hear the term ghouls there no! Amy! I miss you so much. We have lost this war. We can still take our world back. You're more of a survivor than I thought. And, like Zombieland, it takes off in a few different directions from the obvious monster-hunting one. Love and Monsters may be big and messy, but it's also uncynical and eager to please. If you like films like Shaun of the Dead or Jumanji, as they say on Netflix, you'll probably have an equally good time with this. On the other hand, if you're expecting anything more from a film called Love and Monsters, I have to ask, are you familiar with the term fool's errand?